Uh, what's up, dudes? Welcome back. What's up, dude? We're back, baby. We're back. Zach, Garrett, Braden, all in the same room together. We got the whole squad back. Nice, nice job last week with Tito. Yeah, it was he's, fun. He's the man. Yeah, he, he gets by. He gets by, yeah. He's not, he's know, not it's, an OG. It's extra work for me. Is, yeah. That's fine. Good guy. Yeah, we missed last week. Um, if you listen to the pod at the very end, me and Braden called in from uh, New York. Um, that was interesting. Yeah, thanks thanks but, a lot for helping us close out the show. Uh, but we did have nine days in New York. Um, a lot of pizza. A lot of pizza. I'm Ooh, still nice. I'm still full on pizza. We had um, late night pizza, I think, like literally every night. We went to a new pizza place that was like on like bar stools or like one bite. Sometimes multiple times a night. Yeah, it was <laughs> we were double hitting that. I like, respect that. Yeah, you had to. And Tanner joined us for a few of those nights too. Yeah. We got pizza with Corbin one night. It was good. Yeah, nice um, to see you brothers out there. Great to see the brothers. Oh, yeah. Corbin got engaged. Yes, he did. That was pretty sweet. Congrats. On top of a skyscraper. Picturesque, <laughs> to say the least. Literally 100th floor. 100th floor. It was pretty cool. Um, we had $25 glasses of champagne. God, that was... <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Drinks are expensive out there. That sucks. <laughs> like, ridiculously expensive. Like, I feel like, like where half the budget went. Um, I, think, I think both of our highlight, though, if we would say, was a comedy seller... Was that the biggest highlight for you? That was, I mean, you got, I mean, you know very well I was pushing that hard before leading into the trip, and it's something that I've always been super pumped about. It was, I mean, it was just a blast. Like, all these comedians coming up doing like 10 minute sets and just crushing it, and we were just on the floor. And wow. We went, up to the we, went, we went with a group for ele- with 11 of us, and like, they wouldn't let you book more than like eight. So we're like, hey, we need to make two reservations, six and a five. We're expecting to be at like different tables and having to go up to a bar and buy drinks during it. But they, like, set up, like, in this, like, lounge. Ooh. And then, like, we're, like, just... The whole room's a lounge. It's, like, beautiful in there. And then you've got a whole, like, long one table with, like, wraparound chairs and a big couch. And that's where we got seated. That's <laughs> it. It was like you buying a suite for the night. Yeah. For just for the normal price. And it was just a fucking awesome time. Yeah. I, I mean, anytime you're in New York, I highly suggest it. It's yes. pretty... And it was only, like, 17 bucks on a weeknight um, to go. And it was, like, every Holy. single week. And on the weekends, like twenty five bucks or something. But you got the two drink minimum. But you're gonna, probably going to get two drinks at a comedy show anyways. So, yeah. sure. right uh, but I wanted to also talk about our Monday night when we actually called in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Monday night was definitely the low light of the trip. <laughs> right? What? I well, we just first off, we just missed you guys so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first uh, yeah. off, I was, it we was were so crying. Tough. To not uh, be live on the, the show. Night started off great. Like we went and got dinner. Uh, we went to a speakeasy called the Garrett. <laughs> you have to. So I obviously took a picture Duh, that said Garrett at the Garrett. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> what you gotta do. He didn't even you hang out with us. He was just out front as like the sponsor, yeah. like promoting the place. Like it was, was a speakeasy, <laughs> and you had to walk through a Five Guys to get in there. Oh my! Wow. It was very very interesting. There was a bouncer in the Five Guys <laughs> that <laughs> made me believe that I wasn't even going to be able to get in. The corner. You couldn't see him. Until you go around the corner to go up the stairs and he's just chilling. <laughs> and he took his like, job seriously. He's like vaccination card and ID. <laughs> he looked me into my eyes and had me doubting that I was braided. Like I thought that I wasn't gonna get let in. Incredible. 
Then we, yeah, we hit up another bar. We hit up Jean's on Bleecker, which is supposed to be like the best pizza in Manhattan. So we're like, this is going to be a great night. <laughs> we go to the edge and start eating it. And we see this dude like walking across the street with a couple just like harassing the shit out of them. Uh-huh. And then he like, he leaves a couple and starts walking towards us. Oh my, what? And we're just sitting and eating the pizza. Uh-huh. So we're like, uh, let's just go. <laughs> so we just like leave. Uh-huh. And then he like starts chasing Brayden and yelling at him. He <laughs> <laughs> so in the city. I was like, like, what? You can't do it. Go and talk to me. And we're like, what is going on here? I was in the zone eating this pizza, so they start walking. I didn't even notice right away. I'm eating. All of a sudden, the guy's right next to me, and I'm just like, I'm just like, I cannot deal with this right now. I just start walking. He's like, oh, just go away. I like the rest of them. All right. You just and we're just all like, oh my god. <laughs> and he was coming after Brady. Yeah, this, this was after we already did very legal, by the way, Delta Eight. Weed's legal in New York too, and weed's legal in New York. So we had some edibles, and this is before that, and then we have this happen. Um, and a few drinks at the garage. So we, yeah, we were a little twisted, and we're back at the hotel, and then I'm calling in, thinking I'm calling in super late. Uh-huh. So not podcast. prepared at all. Mm-hmm. And you I can't hear it on the podcast, but Brayden, like, comes, like, strumming out of the bathroom, like, in our conversation on the podcast. Yeah. He gave me and no then, warning that he was calling this <laughs> podcast, so I'm just getting up, like, on the bathroom, you know, freshening up, and and all of a sudden, I'm coming out, like, talking to Trisha and Vanessa. Yeah, like, and talking to the girls about the, the pizza. The girls about the pizza, and then he's like, wait, Brayden, I'm on the podcast live! And I'm like, oh, Hey! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and then we had another, like, weird... I had two more weird experiences that night with another guy. Like, <laughs> this one's funny, too. And this is the last one I'm going to talk about. But some weird dude, as we're walking to get pizza, and I, he's just, like, walking down the street. Like, he looks at me, gives me a head nod. And then so I was just like, hey, like, give him a head nod back. And I got must have smirked. He's like, what are you smelling at me for? <laughs> this is all within, like, three hours. So aggressive. So then, like, I get home and I was just like, that was not a fun time. <laughs> like, the last three hours have not yeah. been good. You just got to respond equally back. You'll be like, I'm walking here. I'm smiling here. Oh, man. So, so that, oh, I mean, other than that, great. Trip. I got to throw into just really quick when there was a lady that was probably cracked out on something and she literally looked like she was from like the shining like getting resuscitated straight from a from a like uh you know just like some kind of spiritual awakening or something and she was like stood up like sideways and she's like and starts reaching out to garrett so a lot of interesting characters out there in new york there is wow i wasn't surprised by any of it but (laughs) but it was uh it was definitely different but Anyway, we're back now. <laughs> we're back. We should be uh, on the rest of them, I guess, for the rest of the season. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah, my highlight, I got a knee pillow from Amazon today. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Have so. you used it yet? <laughs> no, I get to use it tonight. Nice. Yeah, really looking forward <laughs> to it. you put it between your pillows, or between your knees? Just put it between your knees, you sleep like a baby. Nice. I'm, wow, I'm, I'm already popping on to uh, the old store right now. Yeah, just, <laughs> just throw us a link on Amazon, there's a good chance I buy that. $14. That sounds like a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's going to be a good pillow. Right, it's better than New York. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, so, Zach, I at least got to listen to last week's pod. Brayden hasn't. We just got back from New York yesterday. Yep. Um, but we talked about a few pretty big things on there, sure. um, in relevant to our league. Mm-hmm. We talked about um, two trades that right now both look absolutely terrible. Really? <laughs> I mean, I know you don't want to bring it back up because you're on the receiving end of one of them. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> the, 
We were both very surprised by that trade. <laughs> we were both like, wait, Zach just did that? Yeah. That's, it's a bold move, and I'm, after one week, it doesn't look good. No, and after two, it still might not look great. Right. Um, I think I had another wide receiver potentially go down, so adding mm. Adam Thielen might actually work out now. Right. But yeah, I traded um, JT mm-hmm. for Jonathan Taylor for Adam Thielen, and... I lost my matchup because Adam got six and JT got nineteen. Um, and now this week, Adam got five. Uh, but I still, I don't know if I believe in JT as much as the common man. Sure, he, he just came off his best week. Was was like the only thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, but that he was, was also the Dolphins' close trade. Yeah, and I figured right. that's where you had to be at if if you made that move. Um, so that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. And then I had Damien for Debo. At the time, Damien's coming off of two straight good weeks. Sort of good weeks. He scored 12 in both. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, week two. Week two after. Sure, I sure, week sure. Two. And then um, traded for Debo, which obviously now looks like a steal. Yeah. But in Eric's defense, he did have three very good wide receivers that he was like, I'm not going to buy into this Debo hype right away. Yeah, it was your running back four, four for his, his wide receiver four. Yeah, exactly. And then we both gained a wide, wide receiver three, I guess. Or Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. I think Damien has shown to have a very low ceiling. I agree. But sort of consistent. And uh, Debo is one of the top guys in the league. Oh, yeah. yeah now yeah. that trade looks terrible for Eric. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I think at the time it actually wasn't that bad. I had to come yeah. back and defend myself on that. They called me a thief. They <laughs> called me a thief. Garrett, you've well, always been a thief. You'll you know, always be a thief. <laughs> yeah, right. You I mean, steal I, your championships. All I do is make uh, championship winning moves during the season. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Uh, that's the draft, all I do. That's why the, the draft means nothing. <laughs> thief. But yeah, so but no, I mean at the no, time, I, I mean, I, 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 I was like, now I yeah, understood. I, think I, I understood it with context, but yeah, it, it's worked out very well in your favor. Yeah, I mean, I remember Damien is coming off a good game, and then obviously, you know, I think what you're seeing is he's very game script dependent, right? Like, as if they have a lead and they're trying to pound the ball, you know, then then he's gonna have a good game. But if they get behind quick, which is seeming to happen a lot, that's when you see Damien kind of go down. So I mean, that's great pickup. Avoid that backfield at all costs. I yeah. agree 100%. I'm like happy I sold like I sold at the perfect time. But I think it shows if you can get that good, solid RB depth out of the draft and the people that went for the best player, you know, they, they might have gone for more wide receivers, it shows how much value that, that goes up, right? Like you have that extra depth of running back. Once you get in season, running backs become so much more valuable. That's and true. You can, That's very you true. Can you can even get Adam Thielen for one of them. Yeah, you got, you got, <laughs> oh, you got like Tyson for uh, for um, Mike Williams. In, in Dynasty, Ooh, after yeah. week one, I traded Tyson Williams for Mike Williams. Yeah, insane. Crazy. Mike Williams has become the number one wide receiver in fantasy. That's I owe him too. Tyson was, uh, did not play last we'll week. We'll get to it, but my my team got Mike Williams and Debo Samuel in like back to back weeks, and I was of nothing else at receiver. It was yeah, like God. it would have been rough for sure. Um, this next thing I wanted to ask you about, or just talk to you about, because I thought it was funny on the podcast. Should we wait till Braden hears it, or should we talk about it? Like, what the podcast? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, should we wait podcast. till he hears it first, or would it be funnier if you you just told it again? I think well, we got. We'll but talk about it in the future after he hears it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hear I, I, I agree. I think I think that's the best way of doing that. 
Yeah. Um, so I guess tune in next week, week everybody. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next week for Brayden's reaction to Zach's bad day. For yep. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, um, me and Brayden missed the last two Vikings games. Oh man, that's um, Which means we also missed most of the last two weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been like mostly <laughs> Not doing your jobs. We've been mostly like stat checking and setting lineups and doing our predictions and stuff. Watch the highlights, but, like yeah, <laughs> just seeing highlights. But we haven't had to watch any of like the last two weeks. But things that like just mentioning that before I sign. Uh huh. <laughs> Let's establish that we do not know anything that we're talking right. about. I'm just before kidding. I leave, <laughs> crazy stories heading into this Sunday. Uh. But just like, um, not, not crazy stories, just NFL stories. <laughs> you give me the craziest stories. Those are the crazy stories, man. You didn't see uh, that the last week. I can think of one crazy story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, first of all, how do you give London the Atlanta Falcons and New York Jets? Oh, I mean, that's just like, <laughs> when they started doing Thursday Night Football and they'd always give the game to, like, the Jags and the, the Jags were like London. Titans. They, they played oh one home gosh. game in London every year. Yeah, it's, they just stick the worst teams out there and just have them, let the other country deal with that. <laughs> Can you imagine if they got Chargers-Browns? That would have oh, been unreal. Oh that would, yeah, there would be so many more London fans. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. They, they just got, send they, these trash teams. They out gotta there. do a better job than that. I mean, there was some fantasy relevance in that game, but overall, it was it was not a good matchup. You know, bad football. Exactly. No, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Zach Wilson's just he's not very good. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will definitely not give up on a guy like that who takes shots on his rookie year. Sure. Because especially playing for a terrible team. Yeah, he could have 19 interceptions this year and still have. Patrick Mahomes level ceiling. He could because he plays a similar style. He plays a similar style. Just throws with his gut. <laughs> once he figures out how the NFL moves and he can understand the schemes a little bit better, when to take the shots a little bit better, he's got a high ceiling. Could be good. When you say throw with his gut, I just imagine him throwing it off of his gut. He also but he also doesn't get to sit behind Alex Smith for a year. Yeah, that's it. I, I he has of, looked bad. Yeah, he has looked bad. Um, and then we had the just injury riddled Falcons. Not even injury riddled. They just have the hot common Ridley missing. Yeah. But and Russell Gage. And Russell Gage, that's right. So basically, their entire starting wide receiver carpet was like in that prime matchup. Yeah. So, so. Kind of fantasy relevancy. The Falcons did a pretty good day. Yeah. You got oh. Kyle Pitts with his first big week. You got Corderell continuing to be a beast of a running back. Um, that's kind of about it. Mike Mike Davis is still a flexible play somehow because he gets. A touchdown here or there. Yep. Um, and then for the Jets, there was nothing. Michael Carter got another touchdown, but has low yards per carry still. Right. Yeah. Or getting splits with Ty Johnson. Yeah. 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 I mean, if Patterson keeps up doing what he's doing, he, he could end up being that, you know, everyone throws out league winner pretty easily, but he really could be that guy if, if he gets any featured which is so just so crazy right. that Cordero what is he like 29 30 he's getting featured yeah. and as like a hybrid wide receiver running back like what team should have done this like five years ago damn for real <laughs> uh, right. uh, dude another kind of weird story going into this week was the do you have you guys heard about like this Ravens thing about going for the rushing record no yeah yeah so if they it. get the rushing if they do a hundred yards uh, in tonight's game, rushing, they're going to break 
the all-time NFL record for consecutive games with 100 rushing yards. Okay. Um, so it's like, it's not that big of a deal, you <laughs> would think. Uh, yeah. But they, the reporters are, somebody asked them, of the Ravens, about it last week or like two weeks ago. Like, oh, you're coming on the record like two weeks up. And they're all like, oh, we had, we had no idea. Like, truly, I don't think they knew. And then at this last game, in a very clear kneel down, up double digits, five seconds left kind of game, Lamar Jackson does like a rollout <laughs> to get five yards to maintain to the their 100 yards. Uh-huh. And Vic Fangio was fucking pissed. Oh, <laughs> like, that actually happened? It happened. What? It's yes. been a huge controversy. Like, no way. People have been pissed. Yeah. Like, there's been some stuff in the media. That's like, hilarious. Like, how would you guys do this? Like, come on. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's hilarious now that they're obviously going to play tonight. And if they get 100 rushing yards this game, they break the record. Well, I think it's funny that they care. Like, they yeah. found out. Because I was trying to think, because I was like, man, do they even know about this record? Is this some arbitrary thing people are throwing out? But when you said that they said two weeks before and brought it up, of course they didn't yeah. know that. But now they're like, no, we have to get the yeah. record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were it like, did going not matter at yeah. all. Any of the previous games. No, I don't. I mean, I, I see both sides. I think that Vic Fangio shouldn't be like freaking out to the media the way he has. I mean, it is what it is. Like, play better, play better football. But stop, you know, stuff him. But you know, at the same time, it's it's a crazy story. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I, I just like saw it on Twitter today. I'm like, this is interesting. <laughs> like, learn more. And I wrote an article on ESPN. I'm like, what? Oh, this is getting like this is like something now. Oh like, my like, gosh. Trying to write about this is yeah, it was kind of. And funny. you know they're gonna get 100 rushing yards tonight. They're gonna make sure of it. 100. Oh, and they're gonna do their point, best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other option. It's um, full send. What else happened in week two? Um. Yours truly week got to watch <laughs> last week. <laughs> week Jesus, two. buddy. I don't remember. Like five weeks yeah. into the season. Give yeah. <laughs> a full season recap. This is not a new episode. This is recapping the last four and then starting a new yeah. one. You guys haven't watched the Vikings the last two weeks. Well, I got to watch them in person this week as they took on the Lions. And man, was that a wild game to be at. There was just ups and downs, and it was terrible. And but we won. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. I know. I, I, we let's talk about the Vikings. Yeah. Why not? Um, Justin Jefferson, monster, unbeatable. You, you throw caution in the wind. You start him. He could be top three receiver at the end of the year. Love that. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, Vikings. And this is, this is the, now the uh, Vikings offense. Obviously, they yep. Ma- Madison produced in terms of a fantasy day. It didn't have a great um, like rushing. He did. He had, a, he had 120 yards, but he had like two big runs. But like, yeah, kind of was what I was reading was like they were, we could not run the ball. We were doing a really bad job running until he got like a 60 or 70 yard run. Sure. Oh wow. Um, that really just like inflated the numbers. Yeah. Because otherwise, it was like. 20 carries for 30 yards. Sure. Like, not garbage. Well, not that garbage, but like pretty bad. Yeah. Wow. Um, was it the line more than the defense, or is like the, it was the, the play the, calling? The play calling? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I, I heard the situations were just really rough. Like, we would run for it and, you know, lose a yard. And then on second and 11, we'd run for it again and we'd get two yards. And then we have third and nine. And we. We had so many times. There was it was first and fifteen, and so we had a three yard run, and it was second and twelve. And we did another run, and we got one yard. So it was third and eleven. 
and then we check it down to the flats receiver for four yards and punt. Yeah. It's like, Oof. it was it was really bad play calling. The Vikings still are always going to try to run the ball, so whoever is the running back, you got to start him. But you yeah. want it to be Dalvin as like a selfish Vikings definitely fan. Definitely prefer it to be Dalvin. Like, yeah, of course. Madison's going to produce, but Dalvin can produce more. And he's just significantly better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dalvin is truly top four in the NFL. Yeah, it could be top one, depends on how you tier your, your <laughs> could, RBs. Could be. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so, and then Adam Thielen, I think, has kind of shown himself to be touchdown dependent. He might be like a six for 40 and get you a touchdown or two touchdowns. Um, but it's just a one wide receiver, one running back team. With a touchdown dependent um, second option in that Adam Thielen role, mm-hmm. um, who will probably get a touchdown 12 weeks out of the year. I agree. Oh, 100%. Or 12 more weeks. Or multiple. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wouldn't like, surprise me at all. He, he's very touchdown dependent, but he is the red zone target. Um, and he's old reliable. Um, help, help me win my fantasy matchup this week. Right. Um, you solid serious. five that he got. Five <laughs> that points right before overtime. <laughs> Gave me that extra cushion I needed a confidence. Did he have one catch? It was like one catch. He had zero five. catches until there was 30 seconds left in the game. That's right. He got a 20-yard catch and a 20-yard catch, and I said, you know what? I am going to win my fantasy matchup. And he didn't even have any targets then, right, until then, right? I think he had zero he, targets he, at least in no, three had, quarters. Yeah, he had one target that... Hit him right in the hands for like a twenty yard catch and just dropped it. That was disappointing. Uh, that was in the third quarter, I think. That was his only other like target. That's crazy. That means like, I mean, it's crazy to see. It's never been like really explicit, but it's just crazy because to me that means that Justin Jefferson is actually supplanted. Adam Thielen is like the number oh, one. Oh yeah, def- yeah. Like a, like officially is- without a doubt, if if they're watching in person was like next level. Like you see how quick this guy jukes once he has the ball and like how open he gets with how long he can reach out there it's like that he's on a top tier wide receiver level like it's crazy to watch in person that's crazy and I mean I gotta say it was good to see even though obviously it was it sounded like a struggle it was good to see because we caught the very end of the fourth <laughs> yeah, we, we, we paid for Wi-Fi on the oh airplane God. oh this is to come so back mm-hmm. like men make it and we're like couldn't get it. We, like we couldn't get any of the streams, even though we bought like paid twenty two bucks for the Wi Fi because we're like we're watching this game. It was yeah. been over an hour trying to refresh streams. Yeah, it was so ridiculous. Yeah. So we're like following on like GameCast <laughs> just to see what the score is. We get off, get to like pick up our bags, and his dad's gonna be there in like fifteen minutes. So we turn it on the phone. Yeah. And we see Madison's fumble. DeAndre Swift touchdown. Oh my god. Two point conversion. And then we see Theo <laughs> goal the win. That's <laughs> all we saw. We yeah. didn't see anything else. Yeah. Oh it, was, it was nuts. Oh my god. We just played the worst second half of football. Um, yeah, and then we give up the game on a yeah. fumble touchdown and a two point conversion. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at my fiance, Maya, and I, I was like, did we just lose to the Lions? And then Adam Thielen came through, got us into field goal range, and Greg Joseph, who missed a 49-yard field goal short, yep. hits a 54-yard field goal with 10 yards to spare, and we, we win the game. I, I was really upset that we did not spike the ball and throw one more time, though. We were there and set at nine oh, seconds. Yeah, he, Kirk was set at, like, 
nine or eight seconds could have easily spiked the ball or or threw a one out. Yeah, yeah, spiked the ball because he just sat under the center for like four seconds and then hiked and then spiked. So so, so we were okay taking a 54-yarder to win. We could have just had one more throw. (laughs) He could have just spiked it and (laughs) even we just throw it away. Like we had that enough time. Right, you could throw it away (laughs) at the the edge and you're fine. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, we ended up making the kick, but I had... I had such little faith. Yeah, Greg Joseph, I was like, he's, he's I was like how line. can you put this guy back in the situation again? Like, 30 dude. seconds ago, he didn't know he was going to lose. Yeah. Dude, I believe in that guy, though. It's so weird, because, like, Who? he's made... Uh, Greg the Third Leg Joseph. Yeah. Um, Me too, brother. He, I mean, he has had, obviously, a couple misses that have been boneheaded. That I mean, he lost a game winner. Um, a close game winner. But he also made that in week... Was it week one when he made that... I. As Paul, I would say, cold-blooded kick for 50 yards yeah. then, too. Like, he, yeah. he's shown at least, out of any of our past kickers, like, besides Kai Forbath, that he actually does, can come up in those big moments. Because I saw that, did you guys see that tweet, that this was the first game-winning comeback since 2008 from a Vikings kicker? Yes. What? The, 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 the first, the first <laughs> no kick. No way. The first kick under 10 seconds uh-huh. to win the game. In the last... Since 2008. Like 13 years. What, right. Well, 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 when we were trailing. Sorry. Not, yeah, not oh, yeah. when we were tied, but when okay. we were trailing. So, yeah, you, you needed it or you lost. That's so we bad. hadn't made them since 2008. That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I feel like we kick them all the time. No wonder I feel like you I've been stabbed like a hundred times. Three of those per season. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we haven't gotten one since before 2009. <laughs> yeah. And before the Seahawks, <laughs> yeah. we've had we've lost to them in playoff games twice. <laughs> yeah, I thought that stat was absolutely unbelievable. And God, so, man. like, he's made two cl- very clutch fifty-yard field goals. Now, obviously, he didn't make that thirty-seven yarder, so you know he's not infallible. But it's nice to have a guy that you can feel semi-confident in in a big kick situation. He did it. Yep. Wow. Um, wow. And I gotta say, I just gotta throw out too. Just it was great to see. Kirk be able to make that drive with 30 seconds, you know, in two timeouts, get in field goal range and put us in a good situation. I mean, not I know that Detroit Lions don't normally aren't known for their defense, so I was wondering why we weren't getting things going on offense. And it sounds like there's some some line play calling on line issues, but I mean, he got down there quick and we like put us in a position when I thought we had no shot really, like. I was he, open, but he threw but he, a, he was he, he was pretty bad. He threw a red zone interception. Yeah. That we could have easily had another three points, and it wouldn't have came down to that. Right. Yeah, totally. So I know that uh, we haven't, re- like we said, we definitely really got to watch. We did get to the second half of the Browns game, though. So, yep. like, all we have seen is bad Kirk. Yep. Since we've got, to, like, since the last time we watched. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there was very little of him. So it was like. You guys but, can't go to New York anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys aren't in Minnesota. Kirk looks. No, yeah, I've heard, yeah, he's looked really bad. I yeah. mean, we you got to score more than we did on the Lions. Like, yeah, and you got to score in the second half of a Browns game. You, yeah. you, you have to. Yeah. You're not going to win, right? Yeah, I mean, I do think that a lot of it has been our pass blocking, like especially against the Browns. I mean, Miles Garrett was just bullying Rashad Hill, you know. And but we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that was not like we couldn't go in not expecting that. No, I know it just. I mean, a lot Run of stuff right. I was seeing, because he obviously, I mean, that's been one of Kirk's big weaknesses, is he gets rattled when he's consistently getting pressured, and that was what was happening, and 
We know that's his weakness. Now, we did bring in Christian Derrissaw this week. We did. He got yeah. t- can, what what he look like? pass-blocking snaps? Yeah. He, he got two drives? He or one drive? He looked like the real deal in person. That's what they said. Like, when he came in in the first half drive, we went down and we scored. And then he didn't play again until, like, the fourth quarter, it felt like. Um, and then we we held our own. We had a good drive, with ended with a Kirk turnover, and... He, he did a good job at left tackle. Zero pressures yeah. all day. Um, there was one time he kind of got slid to the right, but like easily pushed him out of the way, so it didn't really count as a pressure. It was wow. He looked good, and our, our running was good. We we did, had a lot more success running in the second half. Um, our offensive line didn't look too bad because we were able to to run better than the first half. <laughs> right. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Dude, I knew so many freaking people at that game. Same. My like, Snapchat I was know. on every, every person I clicked on was <laughs> at the game. I know. It's every, every, like, every single person I know in the cities was at that game all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I got I got second level tickets for twenty six dollars each before Steel. kickoff yeah. and I, uh, before taxes and <laughs> yeah, uh, you had to go to the game. It's the cheap matchup, right? You know, we're supposed to be the winless lions, but man, right. did it get interesting at the end. <laughs> yeah, hope to never see that again. Um, what do you guys expect for next week? At Carolina, noon. The game got moved to an even line, even though it's at Carolina. Yep. Um, I mean, Carolina's coming off two pretty bad losses. We're coming off two pretty bad performances. We are. No, I'm not. I'm not super optimistic, but like this, this Cardinals or not the Cardinals, the Panthers are definitely worse than their record showed in those first three weeks. Yeah. Like when you were three and zero, and Sam Darnold's just killing it. Like they played some really bad teams. They did. Yeah. Um, so. I'm not gonna go in here and be like Vikes easily. I think it's gonna be close, but yeah, I, I bet we get a win. Totally. Yeah, I think Sam showed that he isn't all of a sudden just like a stud now, and he can, depending on the matchup, have a tough time. Um, I'm worried that it's gonna be just another like of the last two weeks where it's just this really annoying like defensive slugfest and all these missed opportunities and offense ends up being like 16 to 11 or something or whatever, yeah. you know, whatever score, but. I think I think we can pull it off. I think we can get to Sam and a little bit, you know. Um, but I hope Christian McCaffrey isn't back. Exactly, that's the big key. The Vikings can't stop mobile quarterbacks, and they're going <laughs> against the number one rushing quarterback, number one rushing touchdown player going into the week, Sam Darnold. It's very true. They suck against mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. Sam Darnold is not mobile. <laughs> he might be the fastest guy on the, the field fastest guy. and the strongest. <laughs> And probably the most handsome. <laughs> and he's a mobile quarterback. Here. And uh, I think if you hadn't watched every play from the last few games and see the Vikings close loss, nice win, think that they're improving. And I don't think that the Vikings are improving. And I know that the Vikings of the last two weeks wouldn't beat Carolina from the first three weeks. They wouldn't stand a chance. Right. Now, Carolina coming back down to earth, I guess we have a chance, but I still don't think they're that bad or we're that good. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I'm very I, I, I'm, I would say, like, a very narrow win. Okay. But I'm, I would, I'm going to go out and say, like, I'm going to say 20 to 14. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I don't know. We're, we're not in sync on offense, and it's going to be... 
defensive. I think it's gonna be defensive slugfest, and we pull it out. But has the defense? What do you think about the defense? Because I know the offense has obviously declined significantly, but has it seemed to me like the defense is at least on a slight upswing? Not enough where it's like you know you feel great about it, but it, it's felt a little better since the first two weeks when they're putting up like thirty points. Yeah, I feel like they've gotten bailed out by some situations with getting a timely turnover um, when the other team was about to score. Um, they, they've looked improved, but the other teams are still able to move the ball. Um, and yeah, if we didn't get those turnovers and they ended in touchdowns, people would be like, oh, I guess we didn't really improve. Yeah. Did Michael Pierce play? Michael Pierce is out. He's out multiple weeks, Oof. it sounds like. He's got yeah. a shoulder issue or something like that. Anthony Barr made it back, I saw. Anthony Barr also looked like an, an upgrade out there. That's he, good. He, he didn't look rusty. Now, I didn't see his number a lot, so maybe yeah. he was late on some plays, but the plays I saw his number, he looked like he was back in form and better than our second-tier linebackers that right. we have. Right. I mean, he knows the defense, so mm-hmm. I mean, you at least feel good about that point where like, he really knows how to run that defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, Zimmer's even said like he views him as the guy that really operates and like the key guy that really makes sure Calls the plays. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he would anymore with Kendricks there, but... Yeah, well, I mean, Nick Vigil's been calling the plays this year. Oh, has he? Yeah, he's got the green dot for our linebacker that. core. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't... I, yeah, I That's literally crazy. had no idea. I, I assumed it would be Kendricks. No. I heard Kendricks on an interview on the radio last week, and he's just talking about his boy, Nick Vigil. Nice. <laughs> yep. Nick Vigil's been good? Yeah, he's been unbelievable. Way better than expected. Like, I know like, he was the first two weeks. That's what we saw. Was Has he been good the last year? Um. Yeah, I think if you don't say someone's name, then they're doing a good job. Probably. Like, cornerbacks, if you're saying their name because they're giving up interceptions and whatnot, like, that's bad. Yeah, unless you're Trayvon Diggs. You hear his name a lot. Yeah, but you, like, know he's good. <laughs> no, Nick Vigil's, like, keeping his name quiet. He's, he's nice. doing his thing. Like, way better than I expected for a cheap one-year signing. Yeah, that's great. It is. You want to give a score? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For this game, why not? I was feeling negative. Now I'm feeling positive. <laughs> you talked to you. Talked to you. Talked to you. Talked to you. And last time this happened, it was the Browns, and yeah. I picked the Vikes to stand strong with you two picking Vikes. Yeah. And this time, I know that was wrong. Yeah. I I, I knew what I wanted to say before <laughs> you buttered me up, <laughs> and I'm gonna stick with the Vikings losing, like a twenty. 20- 4-14 sort of game. Okay. I, I would like it to be close. Like, right. it could easily be a field goal game. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, I think I threw out a random number, but I don't know how we get to 16-11, so I'm going to say 14-10. Did you ever watch football before? <laughs> So that means that <laughs> is that even possible? Why, why would they go the eleven is the tough it's one? Two two, two, point, two two point conversions. <laughs> Greg Joseph gets hurt up in a kickoff. Or multiple safeties. Why would they go for two twice <laughs> if they already had the lead? There's gonna be safety kings like against the Panthers. I know they're susceptible. Um, wow. <laughs> um, I guess we can talk about the other rusty NFL. Week five was pretty good. Um, I think 
first game of the week we can talk about it would be Rams Seahawks Thursday night. Uh, Thursday night game. Uh, that ended up being huge in my and Braden's head to head matchup. He had Russ. I had Lockett. Yep. Um, Not great. Russ went down. Lockett's outlook isn't as good without Russ either. Lockett no. yeah. looked dominant. Lockett had the best performance of of Thursday Night Football, but he just missed on two 50-yard catches. One was because there was obvious P.I. The other one was a bad Russ throw. And then he had a touchdown taken away right before halftime, a 20-yard touchdown. He was, he was the guy, and he was the big play guy. Um, D.K. Metcalf just caught the ball and ran because he's so Big and fast. Yeah, but like the big play shots were all going to lock it, and he was so close from like a 30 point game again. Crazy. And now Russ is out for six to eight weeks. <sighs> it's a pain, yeah. man. That's painful. We caught we caught some of that game. Um, not much, but saw Robert Woods goes off on the other side. Yeah, he's I back was, to normal. I was ready to give up on him. I was like, ah, uh, he's just not getting a roll in this offense. Bam. And, and 12 targets. His two targets. non his two non catches like he was wide open like yeah. he could have had fourteen catches for even more yards right um, yeah he's uh, he's back they targeted him a lot Cup still good too oh yeah I think yeah. That whole, I'd, that I'd whole, probably rather have Cup because he has touchdown potential I agree I, I, think, I think that whole offense is going to be good Stafford's going to be a good fantasy quarterback those two guys will be good Daryl's going to Daryl's going to be good whoever is the running whoever's the running back in that offense is going to do good yeah. It's just crazy looking back now at the pre, you know, when Sony got traded over to to the Rams. I was and, worrying. And I was everyone, like, everyone. I mean, everyone was kind of like, oh, and you know, I, you know, even I took a shot on him in another league, and I just like didn't feel totally good about it. But I was like, the upsides, if he commits to him, the upsides great. But it's just crazy how you hear just this one bit of news, and it just can totally distort. Um, so it's just it's interesting just thinking back on that for sure. We'll go to some of the other scores here. Brady dominates again. Bucks dominate. Dude, 42, 43? Got, Years old or yeah, points well, that he scored? Because he put up like a 40 yeah, point he, he, game. Yeah, he put up a, he put up a 45. Yeah. 45? Oh my god, that's Sorry. his age. Sorry. I'm not sure what's bigger. <laughs> that's a lot of fantasy points. It is. Dude, and they just like don't use the running back. They don't like rush. For touchdowns, and they just pass, and if they're up, they'll just run up the score. <laughs> yeah, that's like the thing, crazy. Like, they don't, they they don't run until after <laughs> they're like sort of running up the score, but then they still pass. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they just give the touchdowns to running back late. Yeah. And a lot and, of people say like it's regression, like oh the TD, you know the pass to rush ratio is going to oh, correct itself. I think that this is what they're going to do all freaking season. It's efficient. Right. They're winning close games. I mean, they had a tough loss last week to the Rams, but. Been looking good in all but their other maybe games. Maybe that's their whole idea is like when you play the bad teams, you gotta crush them. It's gonna give you more confidence in the offense to just keep doing it. Yeah, they're they're all gas, no breaks. They are for sure. It's just crazy because like if you remember Tom in the past, like with the Patriots, he was very rarely that's fantasy relevant. Why he's like, no, this, this is bullshit. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm gonna run up the score somewhere else because I'm that good. They just throwing bombs. Like, like, if I had Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown and Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski, I throw the ball every time too. Insane. So. Insane. Um, I don't know if there's any other uh, I, I, big things we want to talk outside of our fantasy league. Like, uh, were there any big games that like you got from a fantasy player that was? I mean, I can think of one for yeah. you. <laughs> I'm, my Chargers players, 
are really good. <laughs> <laughs> they're not bad. <laughs> like the number one running back and the number one wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, I, I checked your fantasy matchup like right after the noon games, and I was like, I'm all gonna, right, I'm gonna lose. Garrett's probably gonna lose. He's yeah. projected to lose by like 14 points. Like he's he's probably gonna lose this one. Yep. Nah, dude, those Chargers. <laughs> and it was all in the second half of their game. Yeah. Like, they both got 40. 30, they both lead with 30 points. Yeah, the team scores 49. Got three touchdowns. Mike Williams has two, and one's a 75-yarder. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that should not have been up by this much. I don't think that'll happen every week. <laughs> no. But, but, you but have, they have both shown multiple times <laughs> that they can do it. Exactly. So, like, it's crazy. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you got the, yeah, I mean, dude, Justin Herbert. I mean, Justin Herbert, too. He is yes. unfreaking real. Like, if, I mean, he set himself up to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time, right? Like, <laughs> high praise. I mean, comes in as a rookie. What did he throw 30 touchdowns as a rookie? I mean, that's like, and he's already, I mean, not a lot of guys can, can, do what he's been doing. He might be the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Wow. You guys are really high on Justin Herbert. He might be. It, honestly, I, don't, I mean, he hasn't done anything to show. I mean, he's coming out as dominant as a rookie and the second year. is not not the same, but the similar, like, steadiness of Patrick Mahomes when he came in in his second year. You know, he's never really just, like, lot. You know, he, he hasn't really shown, like, any young quarterback jitters at all. I mean, he's pretty much just, he looks like a seasoned vet. It's insane. Now, I mean, the first two weeks of the year, he, he puts up 13 and 14 fantasy points. Yeah, I'm not talking about fantasy. I'm talking about real life football in general. I know, but even in real life football, two kind of duds, like for your, where your team loses when you should have won. Um, I don't know. He's, he's really good. Right. Um... But I'm not ready to crown his ass. I, I, oh, no. I'm, I'm saying if he keeps the same trajectory. As I'm I saying st- I still think he could be the best question. <laughs> yeah. That is the actual take by me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. It's crazy. But, um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything and, else. And any huge players in your guys' teams you guys are like, pumped about? I mean, there's other guys that are like just going off right now. But I was mm-hmm. pumped about Antonio Brown on my bench. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm pumped about James Robinson being my strong number two back. James Robinson, man. Yeah. Ah, he's been, he's been good lately. What a turnaround. Three games in a row. Yeah, three games in a row. I think over 20 fantasy points. 22, 20, 21. Yeah. That's Ur- money. Urban listened, I guess, when people I- gave, like, Critiqued him hard, or, or I guess the cream rose to the top, but either way. They get Miami good. next week. That's another 20-point game. It is. And then he's on a bye. Do you sell James Robinson for that bye as, like, the top freaking back in the league? You might. No. Are you saying sell, like, trade him? Yeah, I'm trade, him. trade him. Oh. What's an upgrade from James Robinson? Um, I mean, I just I did a kind of crazy trade in another league. Because we, we remember the last time we talked, we were talking about uh, what we would take McCaffrey trip. or Cup. Yep. And who would take that, right? Yep. Yeah. So we, I was able to make that deal, but I also traded James Robinson for Pitts. Okay. So like, yeah, I'm not mad about the Pitts. But I, I'd rather have James Robinson. I would rather have James Robinson. But, but my other yeah. running backs are DeAndre Swift and Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and those guys, <laughs> you know, are going to miss like four more games. Right. They are. That's true. James Robinson's been a beast. Yep. Braden? 
I don't really have a lot of... <laughs> this has been a segment just to rip on racism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any good players. I have very little optimism. Sit down, fool. Um, well, first off, you know Russ got hurt, and then Clyde got hurt, and oh. then uh, TJ Hawkinson is hurt, and... <laughs> My MVP was Nick Folk with 16 points. <laughs> yeah. I was feeling good about that one. And, and he missed his first kick of the day. And Antonio Brown on my bench. And then, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for Pollard and more. But, no, it's not looking good. And i got some rough bye weeks coming up that are against Garrett here. That's, uh, Dude, you have to beat him. Yeah. I'm going to be riding uh, like Latavius Murray and maybe Chris Carson as my running back. We've got Elijah Mitchell on by, Alvin Kamara on by, Clyde is hurt, and Chris Carson's still hurt. So we'll see what happens here. All that needs to happen is we need to outbid Brayden this week for Devontae Booker. That's that won't it. be hard. That's, that's the only thing I'm going to need to do. Oh. That won't be hard because I uh, have no budget. I know. I saw it today. I researched. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Savage. Garrett's out here thieving. It's live on the show. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's funny. You actually brought something um, like that up today about like, oh next week like your lineup versus mine, and I was like, yep, I saw that today too. <laughs> yeah, that's a little rough, <laughs> but yeah. we'll see. Maybe I, I'm feeling uh, good about the receivers at least, so we'll see what happens. But it's not looking pretty. Yeah. Um, dude, just a few other players that had big performances in week five that like maybe shouldn't have, or that you're kind of like surprised about. Uh, dude, Cordero Patterson, like he didn't get a touchdown, but in half point PPR got you like 15 points without a touchdown. Yeah, like they're running this and they're running him like crazy. It's like mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey light, like how they're using him. Like you know, it's just crazy that he can have a ceiling of 82 yards and three touchdowns just receiving, and then he could still you know get. 40 yards on the ground and a touchdown rushing if when he like that's his ceiling or more you know even more you know but it's just crazy like he can he, he could be a league winner who knows what happens but it's crazy I do that the other one I thought Kadarius Tony yeah like that was wild he had a monster game and is a first round rookie so like he went, what, to go 12 for 190 or something yeah yeah the ceiling's the the limit for that yeah and I saw his highlight videos and the separation that he's creating on Trayvon Diggs mm-hmm. was nuts. Like yeah. every single play. Like they, they, I think he had 19 targets. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was something outrageous. It was insane. Um, but he was that, absolutely dominating. That. And then you he got ejected. Yeah. For, <laughs> for punching. Punching a helmet, which <laughs> like, that never works. What a weird <laughs> celebration for his breakout game. <laughs> Just 190 yards and you punched him and got ejected. What a legendary game! Like that should just be his career. Like just call it. Like that. You can't be more of a legend. That's how you go into the career. Just come in 190 yards. And then there was rumors that he had like a season-ending injury, which that would have been even crazier. But he's fine. He doesn't. But that would be. What if he breaks his hand and can never play football again? <laughs> He's just like, wow, what could have been? Serious. <laughs> that is flew too hot in the sun. <laughs> too close to the sun shit right there. Yeah. It's a Icarus. Man. Icarus Tony. Um, but 
No, I mean, it's insane, too, because it's like he wasn't even getting, like, necessarily crazy deep targets. He was creating all that yardage himself. And it's that's another thing. Like, everyone was down on Kadarius Tony because, you know, no one wanted to give him a shot. Like, he was dropping to, like, late second, early third in some, like, dynasty startups. Like, I passed on him because he was just... Yeah, he's not owned in, like, any league unless it's super deep. Right. Yeah, and it's and it's crazy like how you know some it shows like you got if, if you're drafting you got to go look for the draft capital first rounder. I mean, obviously their entire wide receiving core is decimated. So like you mm-hmm. know Sterling Shepard's gonna get his. You know Kenny Galladay, he's only out for a week, I guess, which is they thought it was more major than that. But I mean, you can't when you have a first round wide receiver go like that. Like you can't not get him involved now. Like, right, he's gonna be involved. It's obviously good. But it's going to be interesting to see when all those guys get back. Um, two other guys, just real quick, and then we move on. Uh, Jamar Chase, just still crushing it. Yep. Another 50-plus yeah. yard touchdown. So is Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is insane. Like, where, I, where did that come from? I have the no Bills idea. offense They're looks so, so bad week one and so elite top three in the league the last every two week. Weeks. Yeah. yeah, the last three weeks. Right. And then he's gotten, what, four, four, four touchdowns in three weeks or, or four and five weeks or something. Yeah. And he's just killing it right now. And then Jamar Chase is the same way as a mm-hmm. rookie. Jamar, like, Jamar Chase keeps getting these 50-yard touchdowns <laughs> yeah, like, every week. It's they fun to watch. They say you're not supposed to be able to do that every game, but, <laughs> yeah. like, somehow, like, Burrow just sends a deep... And I think you saw, too, like, he officially got... I mean, we'll see. T. Higgins was coming off an injury, but it looked like Jamar is the number one already right. there. Like the way I that agree. they've been targeting him, we, we'll see. Like when if, another week with T, but like I'm thinking that Jamar is the guy, and that, that's just insane. That's crazy. Like as a rookie, like because he could break Justin Jefferson's receiving yards record as like the year after. Like meaning if he keeps this up, or at least you know get double digit touchdowns as a rookie. That's true. It's very true. Um, go to our league real quick. Yeah, just uh, one minute. Yeah. Quick snap-ins. Um, there was some obvious games, like Zach over Braden. Um, yes. I mean, we knew going into that matchup, <laughs> there was, it was already a W. <laughs> but, um... Uh, I got a win over Matt. Yep. Give Matt his first loss of the year. That, so, yeah. I had to bring somebody down to earth a little bit. So, uh, it's me, Justin, and Matt tied in first now. Because um, Justin, Justin got a pretty big win. No, no, I'm a weak. I'm a two. <laughs> yeah, no, Justin lost behind them. Yeah, yeah. Matt and Justin, they're four and one. And Justin's really team's looking really strong. Justin's team's oh, looking man. really good, especially after getting JT. <laughs> <laughs> JT and Michael Pittman. You, you guys watch him run for six yards tonight. Okay, he's he's all right. He's all right. He could probably be an RB three. Who knows? Um, yeah. Yeah, Mitch over Chris. Mitch has Mitch had a huge week. Uh, Tom over Keaton, most likely, I think. And Tom gets his first win. Yeah, wow. Keaton's team is bad. <laughs> we were talking earlier, making yeah. fun of Braden's team, but his is still respectable. Yeah. Braden, or, uh, Keaton's team is weak, man. Well, Kittle's in bits. <laughs> yeah. So. He lost Kittle. Yeah. When your team is named after a player and you lose that player, it's yeah. probably not good for fantasy. And but, David Montgomery. Yeah, no, he's sure. dealing with the injury bug. He is. But anyone anyone can win except for Tom. <laughs> right, it seems like most of the teams are still salvageable. I don't, Matt's team is really weird because 
how, how, how long can you keep up getting these waiver running backs and playing them and then just crushing it for you? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> and he just hops from yeah, Zach Moss to Mihaim Hines. It's Alex Collins. It's uh, Damian, Damian Williams. It's, it's like all these guys. It's Kareem like, Hunt. They're getting one game because the starter gets hurt and they just come in and get 20 points. Yeah. <laughs> But, but no, his team, he has he has Cooper Cup though, so he's yeah, gonna be okay. Right now, he's got all the the best receiving options. That's true. That is true. Um. So yeah, I think that things are looking good. I feel great at three and two. Garrett, you must feel great at three and two. I feel great at three and two. Uh, I'm in a tough spot right now. He's got yeah, a tough two and three. I'm and, at two and, and three, and then I told you guys about the bye week, so it's gonna be a little rough here for a little bit. So um, pray for me. But and I got Russ hurt too. Not a lot of little QB waiver wise. So, <laughs> we'll see what happens here, folks. Okay. Any any big targets for the, the upcoming week here, guys? Any any waiver action or guys that you think are fantasy startable the rest of the year? We made comments for just one, two of them briefly. I don't think any of them are fantasy starters, but like you can start Devontae Booker with confidence next week. Sure. Or two or three weeks. Yeah. Is he going for a ton of fab? Pro- probably for teams that need him, maybe the McCaffrey owner for, or not McCaffrey, um, Barkley owner. Like, like what sort of percentage average? Fifteen to twenty-five. Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty it's respectable. A, yeah. Dollar I, I, amount for I, a running back. I think he's probably. I think he's probably the top target this week. Sure. Um, and then Kadarius Tony. Yeah. He's exciting. We talked about him a little earlier. Got a yeah. ton of targets. Got a, an insane amount of yards. He looks like. He's talented and can have those type of games. Um, yep, agreed. They've got a lot of weapon competition there if they're fully healthy. I agree. So it limits that if the team's fully healthy, can he sustain this? But right. he's gotten increasing targets the last two weeks, and I think that he should be added on every team. Right. Like, I think he's worth more than $1. Yep. That you could drop somebody like, I don't know. I don't even know who who would we drop. <laughs> you obviously drop somebody on your bench. Or... Drop like Tim Patrick. Yeah, there for you him. go. I'm Tim Patrick. I would drop Tim Patrick for him. Great. Or like, yeah, something like that. Cool. <laughs> what did you guys have anybody? <laughs> um, I don't have. No, I'm honestly unprepared. But um, I do. I mean, if Emmanuel Sanders happens to be out there, obviously go after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that might be a product of our league and the shallower benches, but. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously he's been great. Yeah, so. he's looked great. Maybe Marcos Callaway if he got dropped. Product of the same offense. They're, the, the Bills offense just killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Marcos Callaway if he got dropped and you need a you know a guy that could give you a big boom, potentially. For um, sure. Because I know a lot of people dropped him after the, just doing nothing for four after four weeks. Yeah, it's so. tough to sit him any anytime the rest of the year uh, right. after what he's been doing. Um Coming up on this next week of football, there's uh, a few teams on bye. You've yeah. got the Falcons, the Saints, the Jets, and the 49ers. There's definitely startable players on those four teams, and it's... Check your lineups. Check your lineups. <laughs> check your lineups. Um, and then Thursday night, we've got Bucks eagles That should have some fantasy relevance. Oh, yeah. Yep. That'll be good. Um, that's coming up here shortly. And... You've got the Chargers at the Ravens is a fun game. We'll see how the Ravens do tonight. Yeah, that could that could be a good game. Yep. 
Um, you got the Cards at the Browns. Cards are the only undefeated team in the league. They, they, they can. They look okay. The they Browns look also look really good. They do actually be a good game. I, I feel like they were in a, a closer game than need be this week, but yeah. the Browns are still at home and looking good. Um, Seahawks at Steelers is the Sunday night game. Yeah, that's not kind of trash. Now. It's gonna yeah. be trash. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the Seahawks players are gonna have a really rough time at Pittsburgh Sunday night with Geno. Yeah, um, I don't think it's gonna go great. I don't think Pittsburgh's. <laughs> No, I, don't think, I, I don't think Pittsburgh's <laughs> offense is going to do much. I don't think even think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think the Seahawks might get shut out. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't Low know. praise. <laughs> I don't have any praise for Geno Smith on Sunday Night Football. Geno actually looks pretty good. Like, top three backup in the league good. Really? Like, I didn't even know he was still in the league, honestly, <laughs> until I saw Geno Smith pop. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a zero-point performance with that sure. offense. Sure. Um, yeah, they yeah. do have a lot of weapons if Carson plays. But... And now they're playing backups on both teams, yeah. and it's not. No, what it's, you this, want. it's not going to be a very entertaining game. Yeah. Um, but then Bills Titans could be good. Probably not. Bills mm-hmm. will probably run away with it. But it's. But that's, Titans, a, that's a fantasy relevant Monday night matchup. Very fantasy relevant. The, the guy who's matchup. desperate and bids thirty dollars on Emmanuel Sanders and starts him, is he going to have? Is he going to win you that Monday night matchup? Should I'll shut you down. <laughs> Eighteen points. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Odds are not good. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's fair. Are you heard you down eighteen? No, that's next week, dude. Bro, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're back to week two. We're right? not <laughs> <laughs> We moved on. Should be a fun game, though. Hopefully, we're game. in that exact scenario that was just described. I, it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm predicting the future right now with <laughs> yeah. that. That's I was like, yeah. are predicting or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, is there anything else that you guys wanted to um, talk about here quick or anything to wrap it up? <laughs> I <think laughs> nope. Uh, I don't really have uh, right I, mean, I, I didn't know if it was going to be like a no or I have a big speech. Sue, thank you. Big fan of the show. <laughs> Oh man, that was so close. Uh, please pray for my team. Um, <laughs> uh, all right then. All right. 